So I was inspired because I felt in my heart that so many guys were really having a rough go at it, yeah. rough go yeah. at dating and relationships. Yeah. And I think the reason why is the media has sort of like brainwashed everybody Absolutely. that men are irrelevant. Let's put men down. You guys are idiots. You guys are cavemen. And, right. and I'm like, oh, hell no. Right. It's like, right. <laughs> <laughs> because right. none of that is true. Absolutely, but you know yeah. what? Our, our, you know, the media is very, it's a very powerful force and a lot of people buy into that. Welcome to this Time to Lead podcast where leaders come together to grow and get better. I'm your host, Fred Fitzgiles. We believe before you lead others, you must first learn how to lead yourself. And I'm honored to be able to introduce our special guest today, author, podcast host, coach, amazing woman with the greatest spirit, the biggest smile. She's the author of The Science of Mastering Women and Hitched in 90 Days for Less. My new friend who I just met, so that's why I'm so excited, Linda Gross. Welcome to the Time to Leave podcast. Hey, Linda. Hey, Fred. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I appreciate you for being here. So tell everybody who is Linda Gross. Well, like you said, all, all of the above there, I just want to help people get to a better place in life, help them with dating, with relationships, with their business. Um, I just love reaching out. I love touching people. I love uncovering the roadblocks that are in the way that are preventing you from leading your best life. Yes, so, absolutely. yeah. So were you always like this? Talk, take us back a little bit. How, where, where, where are you from? <laughs> uh grew up in Los Angeles, still okay, in Los Angeles, in, in, in Burbank. Yeah, just a little bit north of where I grew up, which I actually grew up just over the hill in Hollywood, not too far away from where I am now. Wow. Um, and then I lived about 35 years in Santa Monica, and now I am back on this side of town. So wow. uh, was I always like this? Well, I'm Unfortunately, my parents, they were both amazing parents in their own right, but not with each other. Mm. So they were constantly fighting, constantly fighting. And I took on the role probably as an eight-year-old as the negotiator. I didn't mm. like all that strife. I didn't like all that fighting. Right. And it made me feel as a child, made me feel insecure and unsafe. It's like, dude, you're supposed to be taking care of me, not the other way around. Exactly. So I became the referee. Mm. So, um, and that has served me really well in life, in business, to take two people who are on opposite ends of the spectrum, like if they're in business or whatever, and they just can't find that middle ground. To me, I swoop in and have that bird's eye view. So to me, I had lots of practice as a kid doing that. And I have that keen sense of figuring out what the problem is and how to get both parties to move closer together to where they're in agreement with whatever the issue is. Mm. So yeah, I, I guess I got a lot of training. I've always oh, yeah. been this way. And then yeah. of course, later on, I went to college, got a degree in psychology from UCLA. So that just furthered my efforts. And then when I wrote my first book, I interviewed and I helped 20,000 men. So wow. I got a lot of experience under my belt. <laughs> By the way, the first book is called The Science of Mastering Women. And I have the brand new audio version out. Of course, they can get it in print also, 
but I'm super excited for the audio because my people have been bugging me forever. Get that done, get that done. And it's yeah. my voice, my energy. You get it straight from my heart. Um, and I think you're reading that, right? Yes, I, I, I mean, am. you're listening it's, to it. I am I am loving it. I am definitely loving it. And the thing is, the thing about it that I, I love it most about it is that it's, it's, it's amazing that the time, how much time can you find to interview so many people? What was the secret to that? <laughs> they had just interviewed, uh, just invented the chat window. Oh, there you so, go. <laughs> yeah. So I was, Good. I mean, a few of them I had on the telephone, a few of them I had on email, but I would say I could have like four or five concurrent messages going on in my chat window today. We call it DM, but mm -hmm. you know, back in those days, it was just multiple chat windows going on. So mm -hmm. I could reach a lot of people in a short amount. Well, it wasn't a short amount of time. It was probably like 18 months it mm -hmm. took me to write it. So I started writing the book on my own. Wow. And I got to about the sixth or seventh chapter and I'm like, no one cares what I need, what I have to say. And I threw that thing in the trash. Oh, I'm wow. like, I want to flip this around and I want to see what is bugging the guy. What mm. are the, what's the roadblock? What's not working well? What's, you know, what do they feel insecure with? What, why is the confidence level not there? So I kept hearing what their complaints were. And then I restructured the book to where it addressed all of those issues oh i see okay so yeah what, what was the common denominator or the common thing that you found between all of them well you know i think um women despite what they say you know if you ask a woman what does she want she'll say oh i want a guy who makes me laugh oh i want a guy who's sensitive cries at the movies both of those are not true they're not in my book they're <laughs> right, absolutely okay. not true <laughs> right 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 um no women need confidence like they need air hmm. so a good part of the beginning of the book i teach them how to get confidence and my my peers, other men who write about dating, um, they will say, practice on a woman. And I say, don't practice on a woman. Okay. It's not necessary. Right. You got to build the confidence from within. You have to feel it in your gut, right? right? And men do that by either business, being good at you know their job. They do it by a passion or a hobby or a sport or fitness. Get good at one thing. Mm -hmm. So if your thing is the piano, practice the piano one hour a day. Right. If your thing is you can um, be a mechanic on motorcycles, practice that one hour a day. Whatever it is, golf, the golf swing, get out mm -hmm. there, practice it. And they say that if you build up 10,000 hours in any one particular endeavor, whether it's being a podcaster or like whatever it is, cooking, you pick, doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Once you build up that energy, then when you walk into a room, Fred, you yes. got it. The right. heads will turn. You will command the room because you have it in your gut. And once you have it, no one can take that away from you. So that's what I teach men. I have little exercises that they can do to build that confidence from within. Because that's mm. the number one thing that women care about. They may not admit that or they may not know that. But from a biological point of view, 
in general, men are bigger, better, stronger, faster than we are. Why? To protect the women and children, to right. get us out of danger. So if there's a rainstorm or an avalanche or a flood or an earthquake or whatever it is, or the, the bear is coming into the camp or the lion is coming into the camp, we're looking to you because you're stronger than we are to right. pull us out of that danger. Right. So that's, it's a core thing. It works across race, color, creed, religion, geography, all that stuff. It's mm -hmm. a core need that the woman has. Mm -hmm. So once you address that core need and you've got the, the stamina and the confidence there, then the thing gets magically easier. The dating relationship thing just gets magically easier. because mm -hmm. And then don't let that woman take advantage of you. You oh, know good. what that line in the sand is. Yes. Don't you be crossing that line. Right. So I don't want you to bring out that ugly, maybe only one or 2% of the time. But if she crosses that line, you know where that line is, mm -hmm. right? And that, again, the confidence kicks in to say, okay, don't go there because mm. there's the door I'm leaving or mm -hmm. you're leaving. <laughs> one of the yeah. two. Right. One of the two. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. That is, that is powerful. So this, this, this innate um, advice and, and guidance that you give to men, um, are, are you married? I am married. Okay. So how long have you been married? Uh, let me do the math. We've been together <laughs> since 2008 and been married since 2000 and, oh gosh, 13. 13 years. 13. Okay, good. 13. Good. Yeah, so it's 10. This will be the 10th year. 10th yeah. year. Well, congratulations. That's, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> that's yeah. really good. So, so as, a, as a woman, when, you have, when you're given this kind of advice, um, what about your marriage inspires you to, to, and, to, to, to be able to be who you are and, and have the heart. Because typically women, they are focused on, you know, providing for the man and things of that nature and being a great partner. But it sounds like to me, you have more of a passion to help the men that are out there because there's so many men that really are struggling in relationships because of emotions. So what, what about your marriage have you brought to the front to show these guys and how, how, how has your marriage inspired you to be able to write these books and be so concerned about it? Good question. Actually, to be honest with you, I was inspired by, by my first marriage. Okay. This is my second marriage. My current okay. one is my second marriage. But yes. the first I marriage, call, I, call I got the a last divorce. Marriage. I'm, in, I'm in my second marriage too. It's the last marriage. <laughs> That's right. There you go. I like that. <laughs> my first marriage, um, you know, great guy, whatever, but it's like, you know, I got a divorce. It was just a nasty divorce. He just wanted to like drag it on. And I stole some of my feelings, right? Yeah, yeah. And the blog got super popular. The site mm -hmm. that I was on, they were publishing 2,500 blogs a day, right? And I was always in the top 10. Wow. So my inspiration point came from all those guys who supported me, mm. the blog then turned into the book, the book then turned into the podcast. Mm. So I was inspired because I 
felt in my heart that so many guys were really having a rough go at it, yeah, rough go yeah. at dating and relationships. Yeah. And I think the reason why is the media has sort of like brainwashed everybody Absolutely. that men are irrelevant. Let's put men down. You guys are idiots. You guys are cavemen. And, right. and I'm like, oh, hell no. Right. It's like, right. <laughs> <laughs> because right. none of that is true. Absolutely, but you know yeah. what? Our, our, you know, the media is very, it's a very powerful force and a lot of people buy into that. This episode has been brought to you by the Connecting with Confidence Communication Mastermind. Are you looking to boost your communication skills and connect with others with confidence and character? Then I want to personally invite you to join our 10-week transformational mindset and communication mastermind training, Connecting with Confidence. In this training, you're going to learn practical strategies and techniques for improving your communication skills and building strong relationships with others. I will guide you through a series of lessons and exercises designed to help you develop your communication skills and build your confidence. You'll learn how to effectively listen, speak assertively, and navigate difficult conversations with grace and professionalism. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your communication skills to the next level that will help you in your life, your career, personally and professionally, and in your business and with your team. To register, go to www.itstimetolead.com forward slash CWC Mastermind 2023 and save your seat for the Connecting with Confidence Mastermind so you can improve your communication skills in every area of your life. That's itstimetolead.com forward slash CWC Mastermind 2023. Get registered now. Let's jump back to the episode. Now, I'm all in favor of female empowerment. But in my view, in Linda's view, you cannot elevate women to the detriment of men. Mm. That ain't going to work. So if you're going to have a liberation, if you're going to have an elevation, you got to bring up both sexes, not just one. So right now, you know, they want to just promote, you know, it's the year of the woman. It's the decade of the woman. And, you know, I I don't like that because (laughs) (laughs) women are getting it done. But you know what? Who the losers in that whole equation are, are the children. Yes. So the children absolutely do need their dads. Dads are super relevant. And this is an issue that they keep really quiet in the media. But, Mm -hmm. you know, crime goes up, poverty goes up, school dropouts go up, illness, sickness. I mean, all the society's ills, they all like go in the toilet when you take the dads away. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, what's interesting is that, um, you know, I was married before, I got a divorce, but one of the things that I was trying to avoid um, was even though I got divorced, I left the home, but I didn't leave the kids. And I purposely Uh. made sure that I, and it was to the point for 10 years, it was almost like we were were still married because I still would do what I needed to do. And I turned off relationships. I said, I'm focusing because my kids were small, but I now, when I, when my 16 year old tells me, you know, I got five and I, and they, they were all one and four and eight and 12. And I, and I just, I continued to do the things that I was doing to let them know that, you know, mommy and daddy are not together, but we have a respect for each other. And it was a successful co-parenting and it was, it, and I, and I believe that my boys stayed out. I mean, they might've got a couple tr- uh, trouble, but they, be, be, because I was always in their ear and watching them and literally, literally, making sure that I didn't move more than 10 minutes away from them so I could 
be there in case they would think, oh, daddy's not here. Yeah, I'm not here, but I'm outside in the, in the driveway. So with, you know, that's right. that present, <laughs> I think that yeah. has something to do with him. Now my oldest is 33. My other son is uh, 27 years old and, uh, you know, got, got his own family. But they they tell me like, you know, that we really didn't know that, you know, we knew your mom were together, but you guys didn't make it seem like, well, all, all we know is we never seen y'all argue since. You know, for me, for some uh, people, it, it might not have worked out. It might have been unrealistic uh, to not show them and to, to, to show us with real life stuff. But at the same time, I wanted to make sure I know that men, we, here's my, my feeling is when we come into the room, we set mm -hmm. the tone of the room. Oh, really. yeah. So if we yeah. come in with an attitude, the whole house got an attitude. If we come in loving, the whole house is loving because of the fact that most people, most people look at men and they say, okay, how, if, if you got to come in the house and your kids got to say, you know, kind of like my dad, I, my, my dad was when, as soon as I would hear that car drive up and I hear them keys, he's either going to come in, Hey, where my baby's at? Or he's going to come in, whose shoes is this on this? <laughs> so, so I kind of know based on his tone, what kind of night we're going to have. What, is, oh, what, what do you yeah. think? What is your take on, uh, that statement of that men set the tone for relationships, whether it goes up or down, or good or bad. I think that's very true. And, you know, it's it's more of your presence. It's not necessarily what you say, okay. but is he walking through that door husky and frisky and upbeat? Yep. Or is he had a horrible day and he's going to take it out on the wife and kids and right. slam the door? And, you know, yes, absolutely. But yeah. I, I think that does translate. Yeah. So if you can bring a good energy to your kids, yeah. all the better, all yeah. the better. Because, yeah. you know, you, you know, at the end of the day, you want your kids to be loving. You want them to feel safe. You want them to feel secure and be respectful of their their family members and be respectful um you know the community at large yeah. you don't want them out there making trouble mayhem all that kind yeah. of stuff i absolutely. mean you want them absolutely. to be productive citizens mm -hmm. you know go to school get a job and give back to society and mm -hmm. give back to your family absolutely and, and take advantage of the opportunities instead of complaining about the lack of opportunities take advantage of the ones that they give you and, and st stop, stop shunning it off or putting it off that saying, that's not good enough for me. You know, I can't do that. You know, challenge yourself to be able to do it. So, so. Right. Um, question. And if you, back. and if you have yep. an, if you have a negative um, thought that you don't mm -hmm. think you have opportunity and you mm -hmm. have lack. Okay. So pick somebody that you idolize Yeah. and have good. them be an invisible mentor and see where he started from nothing too. And yep. he's now at this level mm -hmm. and see if you can follow some of those footsteps, pick a mentor and later in life, pick a mentor for real, because yep. that's how you really go into the next stratosphere. So, absolutely. so, you know, going back one more time, when you said that you had to referee your parents, what was your, what was the, what gave you the courage to even want to step in there and, what did it do for you to know that this was going on back and forth? And when was your moment where I said, I got to do something because I can't stand this? Yeah. No, I mean, my younger brother, he just like would hide in the stairwell. Mm. I mean, he, his, his MO was run and hide. My oh. MO, I also felt insecure and unsafe mm. it's like i didn't want all this fighting like what's going to happen now yeah. you know so i had to step in 
and just to create peace in the family. Mm -hmm. So that was my motivation is to calm everybody down. You know, you go to your corner of the rink, you go to your corner of the rink, here's a lollipop, let, let's get over this. Like whatever you're fighting about, it's not that important. It's not life and death and big issues. It was often over, oh, you've burnt the rice. Uh, something silly something and simple. stupid. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> but it's so, probably yeah. a deeper issue going on that they were using the rice as the excuse. Yeah. Okay. I mean, later on, I said to myself, you know, why was there so much fighting? And then I thought, you know, I kind of gave them grace. I mm -hmm. kind of gave them um, a hall pass and a forgiveness because I thought to myself, if you are this volatile with each other, mm. holy cow, what was it like in my grandparents' generation? Oh, man. If right. this was the end result, right. like your childhood must have been 10 times worse than me. And so at that point, my heart just opened wide and mm -hmm. I forgave them yeah. because, you know, they must have really been, you know, I mean, like they say, apple doesn't fall too far from the yeah. tree yeah. in order to get this result. What was your childhood yeah. like? Yep. And, and and it was a choice that you made to kind of break that curse in your own life, correct? Oh, yeah. 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 You was, I, I didn't think, want I that. I didn't. Non-negotiable with it, right? Mm -mm. Nope. And so I use every method possible <laughs> with my own kid to yes. heal. You know, the stuff that I didn't get is yes. to pass on some of the good vibes to her. So, Absolutely. yeah, definitely. Yeah, so you can. Yeah, we we can make a conscious choice as a as a child to break the cycle. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. sometimes sometimes it has to do with emotionality. Sometimes it's break the cycle with cigarette smoking or alcohol or drug, like whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that cycle needs to be broken. Absolutely, and and listen, not only broken, but never ever come back. Right. Yakety-yak. So <laughs> you have two books, The Science of Mastering yeah. Women and then Hits the 90 Days. Which one did you write first and why? The, the Science of Mastering Women. Okay. Yeah, because right. I, was, was I was speaking to a male audience. So yeah, that's the one that I wrote first. That and that's one. the one that I interviewed the 20,000 guys. And I took 10 years of academic research to, wow. I wanted to like strip it back to... 10,000 years ago, like how did the caveman date? Mm. And was it any different than what we're doing now? And according to my research, it's not all that different. Wow. And so what I decided is that mother nature ain't stupid. Mm. She has certain biological things in place and it's for the procreation. It's for the continuance of the species. Right. So, you know, the media will tell you, oh, it's your environment. Oh, it's how you grew up. Oh, this. Oh, no, it's not. Right. It's, I would say, 90%. It's the hormones, the enzymes, the actions, the reactions, the behaviors. All this is kind of pre-programmed in a way. I know humans don't like to hear that. Right. But it's almost pre-programmed because Mother Nature wants you to procreate. Mm. Otherwise, if these systems were not in place if biology were not in place we'd all die out in 30 years absolutely you know absolutely. if you leave it to the people yeah. we'd all die out people, 30 that's right that's right right so she didn't want to leave it to the people that's why <laughs> there's biology involved <laughs> you knew mother nature knew things oh. happen for a reason and people get so mad when i say it like that but you know what here's the good thing we are humans yeah. and what makes us different than the animals is language 
and free will, right? So yes, the biology is in place and there's action, reaction, action, reaction. If we choose to override the biology, we're humans, we can. But you know what? A lot of people are just lazy. They're not going to choose to override the biology. You know, it's like guys complain, oh, you know, she chose the bad boy. Mm -hmm. Um, That's biology. Because guess what? Like I say, the lion or tiger is in the camp. She needs that bad boy to get in there and, you know, hop on the motorcycle and scare that bear away. Right. Right. right, right, So that's why the biology is in place. Now, can she make a different decision and override that? Of course Mm -hmm. she can. Mm -hmm. So, um, but so, so many people are lazy and they just let biology run its course. So it's not that she wants the bad boy. That is not a true statement. What she Mm -hmm. wants is that underlying confidence that the bad boy has. Mm -hmm. So what I teach is let's build you that confidence and you can be a good guy, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because you can have both. You can be a strong, what I call that quiet confidence. You don't have to announce it. You don't have to be boastful, you know, but it's still there. And you only bring it out like one or 2% of the time when it it's a threat to your morals and values. Mm. But the rest of the time, you're not showing her your cards. You mm. just got the confidence. You got it. You got this. Absolutely. Right. What, what, what was your, your, your end result for the guys in this particular book? What was the result that you want them to be able to receive after they you know, read your book? Yeah, part of it had to do with healing. Um, a lot of my guys, maybe they came from a broken home or maybe they had a broken marriage that didn't work out. So now they're in the dating world again. And it's like, holy cow, all the rules are upside down now. Where do I go? So part of it was a healing Okay. And part of it was the the men that I was addressing was technique. They just mm. really didn't know how to approach they a girl. Know, yeah. They did. They got. <laughs> no they got so tongue tied. It, right? It's not like it's a one on one book <laughs> yeah. on it, right? <laughs> yeah, they got so tongue tied. They got so nervous. And then yeah. you know, it's. Uh, I'll give you an example. I went to my thirtieth high school reunion. Okay. I hate to admit this, but I didn't go to the prom. I I didn't go to the prom because (laughs) nobody asked me to go to the prom. And I was too stupid to know that you could go to the prom with a girlfriend. I I didn't even even know that was possible. Anyway, 30th reunion, I had five guys come up to me and they Mm. said, I wish I had invited you to the prom, but I was too scared Mm. that you would say no. So... Not one, not two, not three, five guys. So yeah, to answer your five. (laughs) So to answer your question, um, another part of the book is, you know, teaching technique. So, you know, what you have this girl that's a eight, nine or 10. Of course, you're going to be scared out of your wits, right? Don't practice with them. Practice with somebody that you would never in a million years date. There, there that, that way there's that there's no risk, right? So I tell them your job in in a few seconds is to get a reaction out of the girl. So let's say it's the girl at the 7-Eleven. Let's say it's the girl at the gas pump, the girl at the market, the girl at the cleaners, like wherever, coffee shop, wherever it is, practice 10 times a day. So you want to get a a positive reaction. So the positive reaction is get a smile, get a nod, get a good morning, get a hi, get a how are you. Yeah. 
practice. And That's if you it. practice 10 times a day for like a month, that way, when that girl who's an eight or a nine comes across your path, you no you're problem. ready to go. <laughs> you're ready to go. You're over it. <laughs> That's good. Right? That's really I mean, good. Guys, I hope you're listening to this. Um, she's dropping some nuggets and some gems on you right now. Come on, Linda Girls. <laughs> Yeah, you, you gotta you gotta learn the technique. It's just mm -hmm. a, a numbers game, just like yeah. in business. It's a numbers yeah. game. You gotta yeah. have X amount of prospect. So is there a is there a what are the correlation with business and uh, dating? Do you see a parallel there? And how, and give me an example of how they kind of uh, coexist with each other or they kind of relate to each other. Yeah, the overlap, I would say, again, is confidence. Okay. So, um, you know, as a business owner, it's not the fact that, um, you know, should you make the right decision? It's more of a fact is how quickly can that decision come? Because gotcha. as a practiced business owner, you realize that that speed is everything, right? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter the right or the wrong decision. It's the fact that you're making a decision. Mm -hmm. Well, where does that come from? Because usually, you know, kind of like W. Field said, nothing is permanent other than death and taxes. So what? even if you make a quote unquote wrong decision, you can usually undo it or at the very least learn from it, right? right. Yeah. So a business person, in order to have that speedy uh, decision-making ability, it comes from confidence. So again, confident, co confidence comes into play for business as well on, on many different avenues. It's like, you know, hiring the right staff to help you uh, comes from confidence. It's finally getting to the point. I mean, entrepreneurs, when they first start off, they, they put everything on their shoulders. Like, I got to do it all. Yeah. And meanwhile, you're spending so much time on the redundant things, the mundane things, and that's a waste of your time when you could, you know, outsource that, the redundant things where you, I want you to spend 80% of your day doing things that you do best, doing things that you love and that you're good at whether it's accounting or Excel or like whatever it is that you're not good at, that's draining your time and energy, outsource that, you know? So again, that comes from a level of confidence to finally make the switch from, oh, I got to do it all to, okay, I'm letting go of the reins. I'm going to delegate. I'm going to, I'm going to step into my spotlight and do what I do best. And that's when you'll see an explosion of growth. I mean, yeah. So there are a lot of areas of confidence that that uh, speak to the business person. And yeah, I teach those too on my in my one-on-one -on -one coaching with 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 business candidates. Absolutely, and I I love the fact that uh, you 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 teach that because I'm telling you guys as you're as you're tuning in. Uh, you definitely want to get with Linda Gross, and I'm going to provide that information at the end of the show so you can be in the show notes so you can be able to connect with her as well. And But before I go there, I'm going to I'm, I'm going to give you a little heads up. I'm going to give you a kind of do a speed round, and I'm going to ask you, I'm going to give you, I'm going to uh, just throw one word at you, and you give me the first thing that comes to mind, and we're going to do it in a the theme of men, right? So okay. here we go. All right. Attitude. Ooh. Um Attitude is good if, if it's quiet confidence, if it comes from a point of what I call fake confidence, which is being boastful and being arrogant. Boastful and arrogant means that there's fear involved. 
That's not true. That's not what I teach. Right. I teach you true confidence. So that's it could true. be a good and bad depending on how you look at it. Okay. Next one is commitment. Commitment. Yeah. You know, I, I had a guy who was just starting in business and I was reluctant to take him on as, as his coach. And I finally said yes to him because I saw that he had multiple degrees. I saw that he went into the military, like every project he started, he finished. So to me, I took him on because of his commitment level. So commitment, you know, stands for a lot. In my book, I call that um, character, you know, it's part of your core character, which is, I have four different C's in my book, four different core uh, traits that you need to be a successful man, whether it's in business or, you know, with the, with the ladies. This is Fred Fitzgiles, host of the It's Time to Lead podcast. And men, I have got a special treat for you. You definitely want to get a copy of The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever by Linda Gross. She interviewed over 20,000 men to write this book, and she combined 10 years of academic research at UCLA on relationships spanning from the caveman days to the present. And now she has a virtual encyclopedia for men who want to learn everything about women. So jump over to Amazon and get your copy of The Science of Mastering Women by author Linda Gross. It will absolutely change your life and it will help you understand women a whole lot better. Go to Amazon, type in Linda Gross, The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. You can get it in paperback. You can download it as well. And after you read the book, make sure you follow her on her podcast and go to Amazon and give her a really nice review and tell her that Fred from the It's Time to Leave podcast sent you. Go get your copy of The Science of Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever by Linda Gross. Go get your copy now. Now back to the episode. And that commitment thing uh, speaks to character. Mm. It's who you are as a core person. So yeah, very important. All right. And the last one is, this is, this is so good. She's dropping nuggets, y'all. I hope y'all listening. <laughs> I hope y'all listening. She's dropping them. The last one is humility. Humility. Yeah, that's a good one too. Um, again, it has to do with being confident and you're not boastful. You don't have to announce like somebody who has a lot of money. They never tell you, oh, I got this amount of money in my bank account. Someone who is extraordinarily uh, beautiful or attractive or handsome, they never, they don't have to run around telling you how handsome they are. Right. They just are. They so that that's where the humility comes into place. Nobody needs to know all those details. And likewise, somebody who's very intelligent, they're not telling you how many books they read and how many courses they finished. They just are intelligent. It just oozes out of their system. So the humility is, you know, for you to know and for others to figure out. So Absolutely. yeah, again, it's, it's a core uh, characteristic, I think as well. Thank you, Linda. And uh, now I have the million dollar question. How do you get hitched in 90 days or less? So I don't want you to get married in 90 days, but how do you get proposed <laughs> to by the guy in 90 days? And so the way that that gets done is I teach the women how to be so adorable, so irresistible that he has to propose to you because mm. he fears that some other guy is going to come around tomorrow and steal you from under him. Right. Oh. So um, it, it, 
a lot, again, a lot of women today, largely due to they didn't have a strong dad in their life that used the dads used to be the ones to teach the, these yeah. messages, but yeah. they haven't been, they've been MIA. So what I do is, you know, a lot of these women, they don't know how to flirt. They don't know how to be feminine because the media has told them be strong, be, be strong, strong, be independent, be, be this. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah. And guess what? Guys don't like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's perfectly fine in business. I too had to learn this lesson, by the way. Mm. Perfectly fine to be that way in business because it's a man's world still yeah, business. Yeah, right. But what I had to learn for myself is, okay, I got to turn that off at 6 p.m. Yeah. So I can be that way <laughs> exactly. in business, but a guy doesn't want another guy in bed. Mm -hmm, so right, after six right. o'clock, he wants, you know, the feminine attributes to come out because right. that's, you know, it's the opposite. It's the yin and yang of yeah. what a guy experiences. So he wants those feminine qualities. Yeah. You can't have two guys leading yeah. the dance, yeah, right? Absolutely. Makes sense. Yeah. So I teach sense. the, I teach the women, you know, how to be that irresistible person. Absolutely. Well, um, now that uh, I, I see that there's a connection as you were talking. So I think it's brilliant that you have the science of mastering women for the men, and then you have the hitch the 90 days for the women. You're preparing the men, you're preparing the women so they can meet in the middle. I think that's, that's right. That is so brilliant. Wow. So you guys make sure that you go to allsound.com forward slash Linda Gross, that's A-W-E-S-O-U-N-D.com forward slash Linda, L-I-N-D-A Gross. She's an author, podcast, and coach, author of The Science of Mastering Women and Hitched for the Men and then Hitched in 90 Days or Less. I'll also be updating the show notes as well. Linda, I really appreciate this opportunity to for you to come on the show. You have been dropping so many gems. I'm like, oh my God, I should put this in a membership, guys. You should be charging for this information. <laughs> But you know what? Go ahead. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and uh, let us know one last. Um, if you had a guy and a girl right here, if you were in the room with me here, and you know you 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 had a guy who was you know a little shy, you know not really good in language, doesn't know how to date. Um, what kind of advice would you give him? Like a first step, and then a woman who's been just frustrated because she can't seem to find anybody. Then you live in a room with them. What kind of advice would you give each one of them as you as we're closing out? And then let us know exactly how to um, let the people know how to, how to get a hold of you. Great. So uh, for the guy, I would say the most important thing you can learn is confidence. So uh, the book is going to teach you. It's got easy practice steps on what you can do to, you know, I mean, much like, you know, uh, lifting weights at the gym, you start off with a certain amount of weights and then, you know, a few months go by, you increase it by 10%, increase it by another 10%. It's like that. So just increase your confidence level and that will really get you mileage with the girls as well as mileage in business. Um, for the women, it's okay to be this brash, powerful, independent woman at work but don't lead the dance with your man. Let him take charge. Because you know what? If you pick guys where, where the female is the leader, that ain't going to last. Because after a few weeks of that, you will not respect that person. And that's one of the core qualities that a man has to have. He has to have respect from his woman. So if you're leading the charge, you've, you've, you're disrespecting him. 
And if that's the case, move on. That's not the right pick. It's not a good look. You know, I, I see these women and they say, oh, Linda, you know, it's 2023 and I should get his digits or I should say I love you first or I should say, will you marry me first? And I, and I say, no, no, no. Stop being the man. They're on a different schedule than you. Women know in five minutes if this is going to work out. <laughs> Men, it takes them 90 days. Yes. So you have to go according to whoever has the slower timeline. So if he ain't feeling that he loves you, he's not going to say it. You, you're going to have to wait it out, sweat it out, you know, like that. So stop being, to the women, I say, stop being the man. Not going to work. Plus, don't you want a guy that you can physically and emotionally look up to? Yes. It's called respect. Because when you respect him, you trust him, and you let go of all that masculine energy that's not your department anyway. Absolutely. So that she just dropped the gem again. Thank you so much. That was so powerful. So now I got a little sneak one in here. Tell me one great quality of Mr. Sean Henson. One great quality. Uh, he is my sounding board. Oh. So, I, you know, I, I run things by him. He was the editor of both of my books. So he has this great ability to take the ball of clay mm. and make it into the statue, right? I mean, so he takes something from... He, he he doesn't bring the clay to the table like I bring the clay. Right, and right. he's like, oh, no, let's stretch the clay this way, make the <laughs> arm, make the leg, make the hair, you know, all that. And then yeah. he renders you the, you know, Michelangelo thing at the end. So, <laughs> okay. yeah. Awesome. So he's good. He's really good with that. Big shout out to you. I dedicated the episode to you, Sean. Thank you for allowing your wife to come on and do her thing. We appreciate her. And so you have a podcast. Are you on Blog Talk Radio or... Yes. Okay. Yes. Blog so Talk Radio. How can they see your podcast there? Uh, blog Talk Radio forward slash DT Linda Gross forward okay. slash DT Linda Gross. That, perfect, that's the perfect. live podcast. Okay. And then, of course, my entire seven years of podcasting, um, the they're on uh where is it soundcloud, SoundCloud. well actually they're everywhere where they're soundcloud located. apple spotify like all the popular ones itunes right. um yeah they okay. but soundcloud has the full seven-year okay. library and soundcloud sent me an email the other day saying you have twenty-two thousand minutes Come of podcast <laughs> so you can catch up you can binge, nice. binge listen to me <laughs> i love it congratulations congratulations so real quick um you, you, you're a former radio personality host, right, at KMET, 1490 AM, and KCAA. Since you yes. saw, saw podcasting, I started in 2014 um, with my first podcast in 2021 with this one. What have you seen the differences were, and how important do you feel podcasting right now as opposed to radio? Or, or oh experience. my god gosh i mean i i know you experience this too it has exploded the last yeah. year yeah. i mean you and i started back in the day in the day you know and so back <laughs> <laughs> but people that you never in a million years these are like famous movie stars and famous yeah. sports figures and famous cooks and you name it every every uh profession under the sun they are all starting all over. Like, now. we gotta catch up now we're the ogs we gotta catch up that's right. <laughs> so yeah, I think I, I don't know. It's a, it's like it's like having a, a personalized, you know, uh, license plate number or something. Everybody has a podcast. Everybody has a podcast. 
well, I do like the fact that it gets it gets people an inside look and gives, I think, from a marketing standpoint, it allows them that they if they didn't know you, uh, you know, at at all, especially from a cold audience standpoint, um, listen to just listen to you on this podcast. I mean, I know people are loving you already, so just like wow, you know, uh. and you know, people that I have I have I have met before, or I'm, I'm probably never would have met. If they hadn't, you know, put somebody from Canada the other day, so oh, listen to your podcast. I've been listening since 2000, you know, 16. You have? I never said anything, but I've been listening to it. It's like what? But uh. you never know <laughs> how powerful it is. I think it's a great medium, but yeah, it, it has exploded. And I just kind of sat back and watched. Was like, okay, wait a minute. I can let me get back on this microphone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, y'all ain't leaving me now. I was, I was here before no. y'all. <laughs> No, and then not I at appreciate all. you so much. Thank you for allowing us to be able to uh, just kind of honor you and all the great things that you're doing, you know, being a great author and helping business owners to really, really hold them accountable. You, you definitely, I mean, I, even when I first met you, I'm going to put myself out there. I missed our first appointment and she gave me grace and mercy and uh, she allowed me and she came back y'all. So I just, I just love your heart. I appreciate you for giving Aww. me a second chance. And I just thank you so much for just being the person you are. I can imagine how much you are, uh, how, how you are with people helping them to pu you know push through because accountability is so important but a lot of people will shy away from it um but the fact that you you, you know you have a, a business that you know you're such a coach that has a heart for people and you love on them you want them to win um I, I yeah but much success to you i'm looking forward to continuing to build with you Thank you so much. And people can join my private uh, men's coaching page on oh, Facebook. So just type into the search bar, uh, Facebook, D.T. Linda Gross, okay. D.T. Linda Gross. And then send me a DM and say, hey, I want to be part of your private men's coaching group. And I'll and I'll give you the link from there. Absolutely. And I'll make sure it goes across this screen for you guys to see right here and above right here. And I'm going to put ah. you over here so you guys can see it on YouTube. OK. All right. <laughs> you see you're moving around. <laughs> so thank you so much, Linda. And I appreciate you. You are tuning in. To it's time to leave podcast. We'll lead us to come together to crow and get better what we believe that before you lead us you must first have to lead yourself so on this podcast we focus on self-leadership and linda has showed us how to lead ourselves through challenges through adversity through business and also through understanding that yes if you're a man you need to open yourself up to be able to understand women at a certain level you need to practice you need to be able to build that confidence up that's the biggest thing and then women you are valuable you are enough and you are worthy of being able to get hitched, maybe not in 90 days, and you just never know, but the fact that you are valued and you deserve uh, to be treated with respect and honor and to be at a point where marriage, if it, if it is in your cars to be able to do, to be able to understand what you need to do as a person, as a woman, to be able to be desirable enough for that person, for the right one to come. And you're gonna, you're definitely gonna, you can learn that when you pick up Linda Gross's books, and I appreciate you guys, Linda. Thank you for being here. Make sure you check out our, our previous episode that we also had. And I'll see you guys next Monday. Thank you, Linda. Thank you so much. You. Much love.